2019 is what I'm talking about. It's over. It's done with. It it passed. It's January 1st, 2020. I'm coming to you live from my luxurious studio apartment in South Los Angeles, California. And I I'm I'm not going to lie, folks. I um I haven't put up a podcast in a while and well, first of all, can I say if I sound weird right now, it's because I have a face mask on <laughs> and I'm multitasking. It's like it's like 2.30 in the afternoon, and I just realized, so the mall is going to close at 6 p.m., and I have to return something to Nordstrom. I mean, I don't have to do it today, but if I don't do it today, I just, like, won't feel great. And then I want to see a matinee at, like, 4.30. So I have to get this done. I have to, like, reach out to the people and let them know that, yes, the podcast still exists. Yes, I'm alive. Okay. Maybe you have seen my tweets. I mean, my Twitter, better than ever. Do I have a lot of followers? No, I could have more. Spread the word. Tell them to follow me on Twitter. Fix their Heather, you know. Um, But yeah, I haven't posted a podcast in a minute. And that's fine. You know, at the end of the year, you know, you're in comedy. The end of the year is like a time to kind of like wind down. Not a lot of people go to comedy shows at the end of the year. And if you do, you're a sociopath. Like if you, so so last night was New Year's Eve. And if you went to see comedy on New Year's Eve, you're a fucking sociopath. And you have a problem. Like, please see a therapist immediately. You're not well. You know, I can't think of something worse than wanting to perform on a New Year's Eve comedy show. That sounds horrible. I mean, just think about it. Like, I mean, first of all, the comedy club model is already imperfect. I mean, you're encouraging people to drink. There's usually a two drink minimum. So and, and, you know, two drinks for a comedian is is nothing. That's like breakfast. You know, most comedians are raging alcoholics. Shout out to all of my peers who listen to this. Um, (laughs) Yeah, most comedians are disgusting, you know, alcoholics. And people who go to see comedy shows, you know, they they may not normally drink. Somebody told me a statistic once that um, on average, um, people only see two comedy shows in their entire life. And that is frightening to me because I want to do this professionally. So that means that um, on average, uh, one person will see me twice one of my real fans will see me twice ever in my whole life so i need to do things to make money okay one of those things could be prostituting myself i don't care i'm still a young lady you know i'm 32 
I don't care. I'll say my age. I don't care. I'll say it. I'm 32 years old. Could I still prostitute myself? Yes. Yes. Maybe to a man who um, doesn't have outdated expectations of what a woman should be. And I, you know what? I don't want to say prostitute myself. I, I would be like, you know, one of those like upper class escorts, you know, who, you know, would have a conversation about politics or current events with the man she is the escort to. Um, but yeah, if you, if you have the desire to go see stand up comedy on New Year's Eve, you're, you're exactly what's wrong with this world. Uh, <laughs> nobody should do that ever. Would I perform on a New Year's Eve show? Yeah, if I was getting, you know, rewarded properly. I'm not going to do shit for free on New Year's or pretty much most drinking holidays like that. Sounds horrible. Stand-up comedy is already insane. Just like the idea of like going into a room of strangers and, and talking on stage in front of them and thinking they should listen to you. That's fucking crazy. Anywho, we're off to a great start. Uh <laughs> Yeah, this face mask, it's an avocado, I think it's called nourishing face mask, and it's supposed to nourish your skin. And honestly, so it's one of those sheet masks, and I'm sure we're all familiar with them. I mean, if you're in my demographic and you're listening to this podcast, you definitely are a user of sheet masks. Um, If you're not, then you're listening to the wrong podcast. So um, (laughs) I'm doing the sheet mask. They're all the same. I feel like they're all the fucking same. You know, I don't feel any different, like, once it's over, you know, like, I, I, maybe my skin is just, like, great to begin with, and it is, but I don't feel like these sheet masks, like, do anything. These might be the greatest scam of the 21st century, is is sheet masks, you know, huge scam, Uh, but I'm going to keep buying them, because they're $3 at Macy's, and um, I'm a sucker, so... Maybe my skin will be more nourished by the by the end of the podcast. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I'm late. I'm a day late. Uh, I wanted to post a 2019 year in review. I mean, what can I say about 2019? Uh, I was a a bad bad girl. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I had so much fun in 2019, but I also feel like it was such a blur. Um. I I did a lot of things and I partied a lot and I went to Europe for three weeks and I had a little bit of sex, not enough sex. I think that's one of the things I really want to uh, work on in 2020 is just like more sex. And I think maybe I'm ready to actually like pursue a real relationship. I'm not sure. Um, you know, there's someone I have in mind. He he knows who he is. If he's listening to this, then if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're listening to my podcast and being, like, weird with me when we hang out, fuck you. Um, he knows who he is. I'm probably going to see him later. But um, maybe he's not listening to this. I hope not. Please don't listen to my podcast if we've had sex. I've said that a million times. Please do not listen to my podcast if we have had sex. If we've had sex, turn this off now. Turn it off immediately. I've started naming my exes. I don't care. None of you are safe. I I, I posted a special... Um, it was the la- 10 year anniversary of, of a breakup I had. 10 years. 10 years. Um, where 
a library cop broke up with me. And I remember I went to go get some stuff from his place that I had left. And uh, one of the things I wanted to pick up was a, a scrapbook that his grandmother had made documenting our relationship and just, you know, fun moments, you know, pictures of us together, cute things, you know. And I, I asked him for it and he goes, and I'm not making this up. This He really fucking said this to me. And I think about it. I think about it like clockwork every holiday season. Because I think he broke up with me probably like, it was probably like December 18th or December 19th. <laughs> Which is like, oh my god. That's like so fucking bad. Like if he had waited till like the 26th, I would be like so much happier about this you know and he was also supposed to like help me like move all of my shit from new york back to colorado this was an ldr you know long distance relationship if i was writing about this on reddit relationships people would be like dump him dump that motherfucker yeah everybody on reddit is just like immediately dump that man and honestly 90 percent of the time they're right you know just dump him but anyway so i'm asking him for the scrapbook and he looks at me and he goes heather if i give this to you you'll never get over me and he actually had the fucking balls to say that to me this was a man who was make i think he was making like 14 50 an hour at the time as a as a library security guard and he said if i give this to you You'll never get over me. And in a way, he's kind of right, you know, because what he said did stick in my mind. I I, I am still scarred by someone thinking they're that fucking great. Like, you think you're, like, your mediocre dick is that great that I'm still going to be thinking about you 10 years from now. And I am, but I'm not thinking about your mediocre dick. I'm thinking about what a fucking loser you are. And how wrong you were. And you had, I mean, you honestly had like the worst dick of any guy I've ever dated. And you were the tallest guy I ever dated. This is why I tell people like tall men are overrated. Like tall men, like God bless you guys. You know, I'm tall, but I'm a tall woman. And a lot of tall men don't like tall women. So I end up with a lot of like shorter guys. And I also think shorter guys like tall women. I don't know what it is, but it's an interesting like sexual dynamic where it's like, shorter guys just being more into taller women and vice versa but um tall guys like they can have like the smallest dicks i'm not even kidding and that's fine like it's fine to have a small dick it's great you know work with what you got even if you have a micro penis i'm not body shaming what i'm saying is is this guy that he acted like he had bde you know he acted like he had that big dick energy and he didn't. He didn't have anything to back it up. And he was a library security guard. So, Brandon, what I'm saying is, is you're a bad person. And if you're listening to this, God bless you, because um, any bit helps. Um, God, I can't believe how <laughs> how much I cried over that guy. And he has, like, really unattractive children now with uh, this girl named Laura. I knew he had dumped. See, so when he broke up with me, I asked him, I was like, did you break up with me? to to date another girl and he fucking lied to my face he said no but i had logged into his facebook already and i listen folks i'm not encouraging this you should not read your partner's significant your significant other's correspondence unless you have a good reason to <laughs> and i did okay 
I saw that he he messaged her maybe three minutes after he broke up with me. Okay. And he wrote, well, Laura, would you like to hang out sometime? Would you like to get together sometime? Here's my phone number. He gave her his phone number. Well, listen, Brandon, I'm not a dumb bitch. Okay. I know what you did. It's fine. I don't want this podcast to be all about Brandon. He fucking sucks, dude. See, that's why, like, I've just started, like, saying their names. Like, I don't even give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm like, big fucking deal. Have, an, have your nice life in Colorado Springs. Well, actually, I think he lives in Security Widefield, which is, like, a gross part of Colorado It's not even Colorado Springs. It's, like, it's so bad. Oh, my God. If you've been to Colorado Springs and you know what Security Widefield is, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, like, write into the podcast and I'll explain it. Um... Yeah, so 2019, what what a year. What a year of um of challenge and emotion and I mean honestly like I do feel like I grew as a person a lot. You know, um yes, maybe I'm still petty about people like Brandon, but you know, I do practice transcendental meditation now and it has helped me immensely. So, um you know, things are coming together. Uh there there's there's been a lot of feuding lately a lot of a lot of comedy feuding um we all know the situation with uh <laughs> what's his name jake flores no idea who he is doesn't matter but some of you were listening to my podcast because i appeared on real ass podcast at uh the be- the beginning of december and i really liked going on i actually listen to that podcast all the time but part of the issue with me going on that podcast is just that there are like some some fans of that show who no matter what they're they're not going to be interested in hearing what a female guest has to say or even like give a fuck about her at all. And yes, did I go on YouTube and read the comments uh about my appearance on Real Ass Podcast? <laughs> yes, I did, and I shouldn't have. Because a lot of people are like, oh, what a what a fat fucking bitch. <laughs> She's so fucking fat. Somebody said that I'm like so fat and that I w- the reason I was wearing long sleeves is because like my wrists are so fat that they have titties. And I was like, I have tiny cute wrists. I do. I, I don't need to prove it to anyone. Like my when I wrap my thumb and my pinky around my wrist, they touch. And and that's how you know that you have like dainty wrists. They're like really small. Um Yeah, but I you know, honestly though, like mean comments on YouTube, mean comments on social media, this is how you know you're getting more famous. So in twenty nineteen I knew I was getting more famous. And I'm still not remotely like actually famous. I'm I'm just like a normal person out in the world. I still work a day job. Uh, I am a woman of of class and grace, you know, but I am technically in a way a public figure. And one of the the drawbacks of that that I really don't like is and I'm just getting like a small taste of it. It's just like the horrible things that people say to you online. And it's gross. It's bad. I, I can't even imagine like having the time or interest in going on the internet to say bad things about people. Like I, you really must just like be extremely unhappy if you're doing that. So if you're extremely unhappy and you are hate listening to my podcast, thank you so much because every download counts. Okay. Downloads are important. And even if you're saying mean things about me on the internet, 
God bless you. Because any any comment helps. Any traction helps. Um, I can feel myself getting more famous when, when someone says I'm ugly or fat on YouTube. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but there is like a comedy feud going on, I guess, with uh, Louis J. Gomez, who I, I like Louis. You know, obviously I went on Real Ass Podcast. I'm a fan of Real Ass Podcast. And like Louis, to his credit, he's not exactly... Uh, he's not the same off mic as he is on mic. <laughs> and I, without giving too much away, he's not necessarily like the same shit stirring person when he's not on a podcast. So, um, I think he's a good guy. I think Jake Flores is like stirring up shit. So we all know whose side I'm on in the great comedy war. Um, so that's my statement on the great comedy feud of 2019. Um, so I just wanted briefly, since it's already 2020, we're, we're in a new year, a new era. I mean, not even a new era. I don't know. I mean, I woke up feeling pretty great. I didn't get too drunk last night. I only had, uh, three cans of sparkling wine and I, (laughs) I got up this morning and I, I cleaned my, uh, my room. I, uh, organized my closet. I hung up things you know, that haven't been hung up in a while. You know, sometimes I'm just one of those people who like I'll wear stuff and just like toss it onto like, I have um, a desk chair that I just like toss all of my outfits on. If I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to wear this anymore. I just like put it there and then it sits there and then I like, I can't find things. And then I wonder, well, where did this go? And then it's usually in that pile. So when I woke up this morning, I, I got my shit together and I hung up my clothes that were in the pile and I put the dirty ones in the hamper. So I think we could all be proud of me for doing that. Um, yeah, so 2019, what an interesting year. I don't, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, so last year I made a vision board. I made a vision board, um, during the 2018 New Year's Eve going into 2019. And I did some, you know, in some sort of intention spell when I did the vision board and I'm, I can see the vision board from where I'm sitting and almost none of it happened. Uh, <laughs> almost none of it happened. Um, there's a huge chunk of it that was about going to Europe and like seeing certain things and doing certain things. And I, I did all of that. I did all of it. Um, but there's, there's some things on it that, uh, never happened. Um, like there's a picture of a, um, a Chanel chain purse, for example. I don't have a Chanel chain purse still. Um, there's also a just for laughs uh logo there you know the little the little uh i don't even know what it is it's like a little monster guy with his tongue hanging out and he has a lot of teeth he's a very toothy scary smile and it says just for laughs on there never i've never had a jfl audition ever will i this year maybe god knows listen folks i'm gonna keep the same vision board up this year because there's still things on it that um, I would like to happen. And there's another funny thing on it that I... <laughs> it says healthy relationships. Healthy relationships. Folks, I didn't have a relationship in, in 2019. I mean, there's a guy I've been like seeing on and off for like 
my entire life. <laughs> Not my entire life. Uh, since 2013. And well, I mean, we didn't talk for three years. We didn't talk for three years, which is a significant amount of time. But he called me after three years and it's like, what are we doing? So I, we need to figure that out because I can't, I can't do this all year. Um, and if, if that means, you know, I have to move on, find someone else, you know, who, who's ready to put a child in me. That's great. And not, I'm not saying I need to have a child put in me like this year, but I did read on Reddit relationships that it takes approximately on average 46 months from the day you meet someone to the day you have your first child. And that's almost four years. So I met this guy in 2013 and it's 2020 now. <laughs> it, it's Nothing's happening. I mean, I have to dump him. I mean, we're not even together, but you can dump someone you're not with. You know what I mean? Like you can just be like, you know, uh, obviously you're, you're never going to be ready to be in an actual relationship because you have not worked on your fears of intimacy and commitment. Whereas I have worked on myself and I've been in therapy for 20 years now, um, which does put me at a disadvantage with a lot of my peers. <laughs> and we just can't do this anymore. And you can just do the old uh, preemptive dump. You know, I might have to do that. I might have to preemptively dump someone I'm not in a relationship with. And that's fine. It's fine. Everything's great. Um, so yeah, the vision board, I don't think it panned out as well as I want to. So I'm just going to keep the same vision board. I might add to it. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's things on it that I still want to accomplish. So I'm going to keep the same one and maybe like, I don't know, maybe I should do like a candle next to it. I have no idea. Um, so we're going to keep it. So I, I'd say my highlight of 2019, if I have some highlights, I would say it would be my trip to Europe. You know, I went to Europe for three weeks, as we all know. Um, it was great. Can't complain. A lot of people don't get the, to do that. And the fact that I got to do that and the fact that I got to do it, you know, without any, you know, real responsibilities like on my back um, is great. And would I like to travel more in 2020? Yes. I'm thinking about going to Australia in the summer. So we'll see if that works out. One of my friends is going to be moving back to Australia. So I would be able to go uh, visit her there. That would be fun. Um, oh, definitely one of the highlights of 2019, um, getting fingered at the Eiffel Tower. I mean, who can top that? Who in your life can say, I got fingered at the Eiffel Tower? Just me. You know, who is she? Who is she? She's a woman of the world, you know. She's she's a worldly woman who has hooked up with men in other parts of the world. What can I say? Not bragging. I'm still attractive. I'm I'm 32 years old and still attractive. And in Los Angeles, that's illegal. You know, I should be in jail for doing that. Um, but it's happening. If you have a better like hookup story than that, email the podcast. I want to hear it. Unrulypodcast.gmail.com. What else happened? Uh, oh, I got I did some comedy shows uh, last year that I had wanted to do for years. Some of them, which are, I mean, I'd say they're markers of of actually heading towards success in comedy. I don't. I'm not going to name the shows, but I think maybe some of you saw me on some of these shows. 
And that's special to me, you know, is just like bringing my brand of comedy to the Los Angeles mainstream comedy stages. That's important. Um, oh, I got a new job. That's great. I'm not going to go into details, but let's just say that um, at my other job, <laughs> I had a mean supervisor and she will never bother me again because I have a new job. And folks, isn't that what it's all about is... um spiting your former supervisor because they're a bad person and guess what you know who you are you're probably not listening to this but Rhonda I do not wish you well um <laughs> I just name people I just I don't care I don't care come for me email the podcast I don't care see it's see I keep saying email the podcast because the effort it takes to actually type up an email to a podcast is insane. I mean, I think about that and I'm like, who in their mind would actually write into a podcast like that? I mean, I would never. I don't, I just don't have the time, you know, don't have it. Um, and if you have it, that's great. You know, I'm not, uh, disparaging you I think it's great that you're a fan but I just I just don't have the time um oh I should order one of so there was this one sheet mask I did a while back that was called red wine and it's for like shrinking your pores I actually really liked it um it actually did something and it smelled like red wine so clearly it did something um, yeah, so I'm going to get two of those, I think. See, I'm a great multitasker. Um, now if I could only just go back to the topic that I was just talking about. Oh yeah, comedy. Um, <laughs> yeah, did some comedy shows. Okay, got a new job. Um, improved my well-being, if you shall. Um, saw some good concerts. I saw John Mayer. I saw Robin. I, 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 I brought, I brought that, <laughs> I brought a guy to Robin same guy I was talking about earlier, the one who won't commit to anything. And, um, he complained and, um, that's fine. You know, he still went, uh, and he paid for my drinks. So that's good. Thank you. Um, I, <laughs> I saw, Oh, the spill canvas. I, the spill canvas did a show. If you're familiar with, um, a little, a little, uh, mid aughts emo music. I love the spill canvas. If you don't know them, look them up. Uh, oh, I saw Dead and Company last week. That was good. I got high and someone's dad tried to hit on me. That's cute. Um, <laughs> and let's see. Um, oh, um, television was good last year. Don't you think? I mean, I think Succession season two is probably the highlight of 2019 in television. Um, and let's see. Uh, I saw a lot of movies. Of course, as usual. I see, I fail to keep a list of movies I saw this year. I usually do that, like keep like a running list, but I forgot to do that. But I do have my picks for the the worst movie and the best movie. 
of 2019. I would have to say the worst movie of 2019 was um, Us, Jordan Peele's Us, one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my entire life. You do not have to like it just because everyone is saying you have to like it. I think that is like the dumbest thing <laughs> like in the world. Um, I think people are just saying they liked this movie when in reality it was a hot fucking mess. The script made no sense. And I mean, like, honestly, to me, it was like such a step backward for Jordan Peele. And I know a lot of people, you know, in my industry, (laughs) comedy slash entertainment are, are feel, I think they feel like they have to say it's good for some reason because of Get Out and Get Out was great, obviously, but there, there was something so bad about us that I literally just I never I never want to see this movie ever again it's it's like it's so bad like I honestly don't under it didn't make any sense so there's like there's like one so there's one person who looks exactly like us who lives underground and they and they've been plotting to to uprise for how many years 30 something I don't understand it literally makes no sense. And and like the things you and people were like trying to act like, oh, it's so deep. It it means so much. You know, the people underground represent they represent, you know, Trump supporters. And they're, and they're like they're like rising up. You know, they they want their voices to be heard. I'm like, no, this movie just sucks. It's just like a bad movie. Like not anything like not everything needs to have meaning or be good. And I think Jordan Peele, he was writing this movie and like in the middle of it, he was just like, oh, this makes no sense. And then he just like turned it in anyway. Like he had to. Have you ever had that when you like you're writing an essay? You're just like, oh, my God, this is this is so fucking bad. Like it makes literally no sense. That's what Jordan Peele did when he wrote us. And I stand by that. Maybe I'll get to talk to him about it one day if my career doesn't get destroyed by saying I hated us. <laughs> but it was so bad. You know what else was a terrible movie? And I have no problem saying this. Captain Marvel. Oh my God, that was garbage. Don't even want to get into it. I, I mean, the fact that I even watched it at all, really nice of me to do, honestly. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I need to pause for a second. Okay, where was I? See, I'm so good at multitasking that I uh, remembered that I had food in the oven and I had to go um, get it out. Otherwise, I could have um, perished in my studio apartment. So um, that's how great I am at multitasking. Um, What did I eat, you ask? I had a uh, Trader Joe's uh, Alaskan cod filet. Thank you so much. Um, so where was I? Yeah, Captain Marvel, really bad. I never want to see it again. If I had to pick, like, since we just entered a new decade, I have a worst movie of the decade, and I think we all know what it is. I'm going to say it. La La Land, still the worst movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> so there you have it. That's it. Those are bad movies. I have some good movies of 2019, which I think um, will win awards. Let me just count them down. So number five, I have Uncut Gems by the Safdie Brothers. Talk about anxiety. Uh, 
All of their movies gives me anxiety. Did you see Good Time? Lots of anxiety. Uh, number four, I'd say Midsummer, Midsummer, as I like to call it, Midsummer. Um, very relevant now. Uh, number three, The Lighthouse. I don't think a lot of people saw this. I think it was really good. <laughs> it was good. Robert Pattinson was good. I think he's going to be good as Batman. Number two, uh, I'll say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did see it four times in the theater. Why? I don't know. I don't have a relationship. I can't tell you. Um, did I sneak wine into the theater in my purse? Yes, I did. Um, but only like for two out of the four showings. Um, and my favorite movie of 2019 is Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. I, what can we say about this movie? I mean... <laughs> I thought it was really great. But then, I don't know, I've started to think about it. I'm like, well, is he like calling poor people parasites? You have to watch it right into the podcast. Let me know. Um, I have an honorable mention. It's Ready or Not, which is the uh, the dark comedy about the girl who marries into the rich family and they, they, have, they want to play a game on the night of her wedding. Just go see it. I'm not going to give give anything else away. Um, so overall, 2019 was great. Um, I'm not great. It was fine. It was good. Nothing bad happened. Um, I, I mean, for me, the low light was just not having enough sex. And that's my problem. You know, I mean, I, I've just been like avoiding dating. I, I don't do it. I mean, I go on hinge. I'm on hinge, but like none of these guys ever ask me out. They're just like, they're just like saying whack shit. Like, how's your day? It's like, what? Like, you should be asking me on a date. I don't think people do this anymore. Do people ask people on dates? Well, I did go on a date last June and I did talk about it. It was with the guy who, um, you know, asked me out and then proceeded to not pay for a drink that I ordered. Um, even though he asked me out that see, that's the thing. If you ask someone out, you're paying for the date pretty much. Um, so that's that. Um, so yeah, this year I'm going to fuck more, hopefully. Hopefully it'll be um, a guy I like. I, I only like, I've only had sex with one guy in the last year. And, you know, honestly, I am a faithful woman, you know. <laughs> I've only had sex with one guy in the last year and we're not in a relationship. And I think that's pretty nice of me. Um <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he's fucking anyone else. See, guys, see, a lot of men on the internet like to act like they're, like, freaking, like, players and, like, fucking, like, as much as possible. But the truth is, is, like, it's way easier for women to have sex. And most men are just, like, full of shit. So they're they're not fucking. Men don't fuck as much as women. I believe that. Um lastly i i just want to give a couple shout outs to my favorite people of 2019 who who kept it going for me uh my therapist of course i have to shout her out um very faithful to me or am i faithful to her you know because i i pay her to listen to me and i just like to thank my therapist and i'd also like to thank the guy who works at the larchmont location of sam's bagels the guy in the hat uh thank you for knowing what I want to order every time I go in there. I wish I knew your name. Now I've seen you so many times now that I, it would be awkward if I asked you what your name is. So if you're listening to the podcast, which I'm sure you're not, uh, please just write in anonymously and tell me your name. 
or if somebody knows the guy I'm talking about, he has a hat and short hair and he works at Sam's Bagels on Larchmont and he's a great guy. So I guess I'm plugging Sam's Bagels now, except only the Larchmont location, not the Sunset location because they're mean to me. Um, I guess that's it for now. You know, the podcast goes on. There will be guests. There will be more diary episodes. Um, there will be more on location episodes, you know, in the future. I'm going to get it together. Okay. More podcasts, more content, videos, God knows what. Okay. So, um, subscribe, rate five stars on iTunes. If you have it in your heart, I love you. Um, and write into the podcast if you have any questions concerns or insults unrulypodcast at gmail.com and follow me on instagram and twitter at fixed air heather um yeah so it's 2020 it's happening and i'm here for it we're gonna call it the year of perfect vision even though i think perfect vision is 2015 i'm pretty sure you can have 2015 vision right but 2020 is good enough okay take care folks bye Stop.